Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome on this lovely Tuesday afternoon on What's the Word. Uh, my name is Cheval John, um, and thank you for joining me. Uh, today, I'm very excited to have NPC uh, National uh, Fitness competitor, Justin K. Moore. She is also a personal trainer as well, and she uh, was na- she she was named uh, Bodybuilding Personal Trainer of the Month last year, and and I'm very pleased to have her on. So, uh, Justine, uh, thank you for joining me on today's show. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, first of all, uh, for those that don't understand uh, the the competition of MPC, uh, can you explain wh- what that is? Um, yes, I compete in the NPC, which is uh, National Physique Committee, and that's the amateur organization that eventually, once you reach professional level, it goes to IFBB, which is International Federation of Bodybuilding. Um, and I compete in what's called the Bikini Division, which is a fairly new division. They came out with it a couple years ago. And the look for that is very toned, um, uh, more of like a fitness model look. So you're not so much judged on muscle mass. It's more about like being having a very toned, healthy, feminine look. So that's the division that I compete in. All right. Well, that's really cool. Like, like how like what's it like? What's the group? What is like the grueling schedule like for you guys to to prepare for these types of competitions? Um, when I'm getting ready for a show, I train six days a week. And Monday through Friday, I do two cardio sessions. I split it up. I do one first thing in the morning. And then later in the afternoon, I go and I lift weights for about an hour or so. And then I do a second cardio session. Um, Saturdays, I pretty much just finish up with cardio. And then I always rest on Sunday. And then besides all the workouts, um, it also, uh, the biggest part, I think, is is the diet and nutrition aspect. So I eat typically six meals a day, um, a lot of protein, but also healthy carbs and fats, so really good balance. And when I'm getting ready for a competition, everything is measured and weighed and, you know, every little gram and ounce counts. So it does get to be a lot, but it's definitely worth it. All right. That's that's really amazing. And and for... For those uh, who are listening right now, um, could you tell, tell us about how did you, uh, first of all, become, you know, get into get into fitness and, you know, your story, like how, like how you became a personal trainer? Yes. Um, well, growing up, I was actually overweight as a kid and very unathletic. I didn't really play any sports. I was more into arts and crafts and music and was actually, like, always picked last in gym class and for team sports and stuff like that. Um, And then as a teenager, I started trying to control my weight by running a lot, and that's kind of when I got into dieting and watching what I ate and counting calories, but I definitely didn't go about it the right way. So for most of my teenage years and, and early 20s, I was kind of back and forth on all kinds of diets, yo yo dieting and it was always too strict to to stick with, so then I would fall off and feel bad about it, and it's just kind of a vicious cycle. So finally, when I was around 21, 
um, I started learning a little bit more about the right way to be healthy and in shape. And that's when I started working front desk at a local gym while I was in college. And there I just continued to learn a lot about proper nutrition and strength training and everything like that. And I got so into it that I decided um, to get certified and become a personal trainer. So that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah, so let's let's touch more deeper into this because you said because you said uh, you first of all you went to a hospital university and got a degree in psychology, and yeah. why did you choose that major? Um, actually, at the end of high school, I developed an eating disorder, and I started working with a therapist on my body image and food issues, and she really helped me so much that I decided that that was what I wanted to pursue for a career, and I went into psychology originally to work with eating disorders. Then while I was in college, I started personal training, and I just realized that working with clients in that fitness atmosphere was really my calling in life and what I wanted to do. So I kind of switched it a little bit. I mean, that's really that's really great, though, because, like, I know there's lots of people that's listening right now who, like, who sees the perfect uh sees a model anyone who has a perfect figure and all that stuff there but they think that, you know, they have to do you know, doing doing like going through that and they think that that's the way to go but they don't realize the danger of it. But like that's how do you think what do you say to those like, you know, to try to overcome those those types of uh, issues? Well for one I think um, we're our own worst critics, and I think especially women have it really hard, you know, trying to live up to standards. And um, I think the first thing is just kind of accepting yourself, accepting your body, loving yourself, and um, and then also just taking care of yourself and focusing more on health and fitness and not so much being skinny or a certain weight. So that's what um, I feel like my lifestyle I'm able to control my weight, but in a healthy way. So, you know, my workouts and my eating plan, it's all very health-focused. And there's a lot of quick fixes out there, you know, the pills and these crazy diets and stuff like that, that, like you said, they aren't healthy and they do have um, big risks. So I really try to just spread the word on, you know, the right way to get in shape and everything like that. Right, and that's, I mean, that's really key, though, because, I mean, it's like in anything that, you know, we do, like, you you know, people try to take the shortcuts, and they don't understand, and they don't see, they only see the short term, but they don't understand the long term. Um, this, uh, this article that I saw, it was by uh, Chris Freetag. It was, like, it's exactly like what you touched on. Like, it was, it's called Why Trying to Get the Perfect Body is a Waste of Time. And she wrote uh, a, a few few stuff that I'm going to look at. It says, if more people focus on health, we have fewer people with eating disorders, fewer people fewer people fighting obesity, and fewer people wishing there was someone different. And then the last part that she said, when you drop the notion of perfect from your mind, you just may discover you like more about yourself than you realize. Focus on being the healthiest yeah. you that you can be and liking yourself more will follow. I mean that's really that's really interesting and cool though and that yeah. that's really great of what you've done. Thank you. 
And I think, you know, some of the stuff she mentioned, it's important to realize, like, everyone has their insecurities. So, you know, even the fitness models you look up to, they still have insecurities. And there's been times where I've compared my body to other people, and you can't do that. You know, all you can do is give the best you have to give every single day and just focus on, you know, what qualities make you different and special. All right. Yep. Uh, and uh, so so now uh, how did you decide, like, you, you do personal training. In a way, it's like uh, your own, like being a self-employed. Like, how does, how does it all work out for you? Like, what's a typical, uh, you know, day for that? Um, well, things have changed a little bit with my job in the last couple of years. I used to work for a gym where I would just do one-on-one personal training sessions all day, and it was for a corporate gym. And then in January of 2012, I decided to leave my gym and start my own business, which was definitely, you know, a risk to take, and it was a little bit scary, but I took that leap and started my own business, and now I do all private personal training, and then I also got certified in nutrition. So what I also offer is um, online fitness programs where instead of meeting with someone, I can train clients worldwide, and I send them a nutrition program to follow and customized workouts, their cardio and strength programs and supplementation and everything like that based on their goals and their needs and their body type. So now... Um, like I said, my schedule is a little bit different because I do work for myself. And then also last year, I was very blessed to get signed with Metrics, and I'm a sponsored athlete, so I also get um, get paid to compete and represent the company. So I'm very fortunate with that. Awesome! Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. What, like how, like for uh, like. In a way, like the fact that you you said you just took that risk, you know, my, like many people are, you know, like who who are in the same routine, you know, it doesn't like in your in your industry is fitness, but in others it could be public relations or whatever it is, and they don't like the same dull routine and they want to do that, but they're afraid to. What do you think that they don't that they don't, uh, you know, go out on a limb and and take that risk? Well, like I said, it's it's definitely scary to take that kind of a risk. Like, when I was at a gym, I knew my set income, and, you know, they the gym kind of brought clients to me, so it was very comfortable in that environment. But at the same time, I really believe that if you're passionate about something and you love what you do, you're going to be successful. So sometimes it's just taking that leap of faith and, um, you know, obviously planning is key and, and making sure you're financially okay when you do maybe leave a more traditional job to go start your own business. But I definitely recommend it to anyone. And, again, if you believe in yourself and you love what you do and you're passionate about what you do, I think you will be successful. All right. Yeah, definitely concur with that. And now, uh, like, like, how do you, like, you have mentors, uh, like, why do you think mentorship is important? Um, I think it's important to look up to to people in whatever industry you're in, and and not so much follow what they do, but just kind of, um, you know, look at what makes them successful. The people whose careers you you admire or um, 
anything like that. I think it's really important to have people you look up to and strive to kind of be like. Hello? Yes? You, you still there? Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Say what you were saying. Um, I was just saying I think, you know, no matter what your industry, it's important to have mentors and role models and people you look up to um, whose careers and, and everything you admire. I think that's definitely important. All right. And, and of course, uh, you you know, being around, like if like there's this whole saying I believe is if you surround yourselves with successful people, you, you yourself going to be successful. Uh, who, like in the industry, like who who do you look up to that you try to emulate? Like who are your heroes? Um, definitely Frank Steppi, Shannon Day, Greg Plitt, and Jamie Eason are four people that I really admire because. Um, they, you know, started with either fitness modeling or competing and just really branched out in the fitness industry, um, you know, with so many different kind of venues for working in, in fitness. And I really admire that because I definitely want to be more than a competitor, more than a fitness model, more than a trainer, and just branch out and work on a lot of different projects that can, you know, touch the most people with what I do. Uh, and... And uh, and uh, what if uh, do you have like any of uh, any uh well actually you have a quote that you that you live by by uh, the great Muhammad Ali that uh, that says champions aren't made in gyms champions are made from something they have deep in, inside them a desire a dream and a vision uh what do you what do you uh, ch- what did you ch- uh, choose that quote um I've just kind of always had had that feeling myself um and i feel like really to be successful you've got to have the heart for it and you know have that vision of what you want to do and like i said be passionate about it so i think that quote really touches on that and i've i felt that way growing up i always you know wanted to do something big and and it's exciting to kind of start to see all those things pan out and uh and of course, uh, I believe it was last year that you won a a competition. I believe it was in in New Jersey. I believe. I, um, it was that in one was in New York, yeah, in Queens. New York. New York. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. And okay. like, how what did it how did it feel for you to know that she, that all your hard work, you know, paid off in that in that realm? Um, I always say that was that was the best night of my life. Honestly. It was my 11th competition, and I had taken second twice. I had taken third a few times, but I had never won my class, more or less. That was winning my class and the overall title. So I feel like because I had to work so hard for a lot longer than other people, I feel like it meant so much to me. And, you know, all the hard work that went into it for years before that, it felt like, you know, in in that moment it really paid off. As and another thing, the fact that, you know, you continue, I guess you can say, like, if, you know, it's much more sweeter because of the years that it takes. And, you know, for those who who think that, uh, who think that they cannot, uh, that, you know, they see others are already ahead of the curve and, you're, and they're still, they seem stuck. What would you say to them that uh, in, no matter in whatever industry, 
what do you say to them who wants to achieve their goals and and uh, meet it? I think the most important thing is you have to really believe in yourself um, and just, you know, keep going. And like I said, with fitness and really with any industry or whatever your line of work is, I think it's important to just make the most of each day that you have and give your best and give your all and just keep going even when it gets tough um, and just have that faith in yourself that you will succeed. And I believe if you keep that in mind, then then you really will. All right. Now, I guess we're going to close out with this uh, last question. Um, there was this the quote that you did in it with uh, rebodybuilding.com was saying, uh, it's, you said, uh, but if you want something bad enough, you will go whatever, you'll do whatever it takes to get it. And that's how I live my life every day. For for one, that, uh, you know, how important is it for anyone, you know, they, they'll, like, use excuses. Like, if they don't reach their goal, they use excuses and anything like that. Like, how do you, how do they just get over that mindset and, you know, just, you know, just achieve their goals? Um, like you said, the mindset is everything, and I think just staying in a very positive mindset and having faith in yourself is so important. Um, there's a lot of great self-help help books out there. Um, Power of Positive Thinking is one of my favorites. And just really having that, that positive mindset every day and looking at stuff, um, you know, in, in a positive aspect, I think is just so so important for achieving that. And obviously, you know, there will always be tough times, and I think it's important to just hold on to your dreams and really believe in yourself, and, and it does pay off. All right. Now, uh, now next, now, uh, you, when's your next competition? Uh, um, I'm 10 days out. My next competition is next weekend, July 5th and 6th in Teaneck, New Jersey. So I'll All be right. competing and in NPC Team Universe. All right. And last but not least, so where can uh, anyone who wants to find out more about what you do, where can they go to? Um, you can go to my website. It's www.justinefit.com, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-F-I-T.com. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Ms. Uh, Justine uh, Moore, thank you for joining me on What's the Word, and I really, really uh, wish you luck in in this uh, next competition and in your, in your future endeavors. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, no problem. Have a have a nice day. You too. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, uh, for you know, you heard it from Miss um, uh, Moore. Uh, if you want to achieve your your dreams, you better uh, you better have that positive mindset to. Go out there and just do it. Now, uh, that is it for today's show. Uh, this Friday, I have uh, Dr. Roseanne Barker, uh, professor of history at San Jose State University. She'll be talking about her research on Native Americans uh, during the 1920s and 50s. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can, uh, if you want to uh, hear a replay of the show, you can Go to my link at www.blogtalkradio.com slash chef B. That's www.blogtalkradio.com slash chef B. Thank you for joining me on on What's the Word. Uh, Be real and be independent. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.